Today is the day. Who will go number one in the NFL draft? Who will be the one who can become number one? Like other, other players, many of them who were drafted number one. You get to put yourself in that room. Who will be number one? Let's get this thing started. NFL draft on the way today. But I got raw thoughts on that. You're on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From press box to sideline. Who got cut? Who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine. These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship? You gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine, they gon' cover the story not quite like rhyme. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime time, got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now Raw Mind Sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close, like a coach's assistant. You want to be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition. Welcome to Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones, and this show is brought to you by Essential Collections by Monica Ritz. Essential Collections by Monica Ritz. Her website is www.essential.com. T-U-A-L-C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-O-N dot square dot site. Use the promo code RAWMIND. Use the promo code RAWMIND and you'll get a 15% discount. That's right. The promo code RAWMIND. And believe me, she has everything you need. Your everyday needs. Your hygiene needs. Your facial needs. Your smell good needs. Even things that need to be put in the house. With that being said, Monka Ritz, handmade, homegrown products. Believe it or not, man. Trust me, I use it all the time. You got my word on it. It's everything a man and a female could dream of. With that being said, it's the NFL Draft Week. And today, the NFL Draft comes on later on tonight. But before we get to the NFL Draft, we got other NFL news. Ladies and gentlemen, it has finally happened. It has finally happened. And I'm glad it's happened. Raw thoughts because I'm sick of this offseason. Every offseason these past few years is what Aaron's going to do. Is Aaron come back to Green Bay? Is Aaron Rodgers going somewhere else? Is Aaron Rodgers going to sit out? Is Aaron Rodgers going to get what he wants? If Aaron Rodgers don't get what he wants, is Aaron Rodgers going to a closed room? Is Aaron Rodgers going away? Is Aaron Rodgers going to be in the sand? Is he going to be in the mud? Is he going to be in the ocean by himself? Does he have a house in the ocean? Does he have a house in the outer space? We don't know. But all I know is something of that, whatever it is, it's something about Aaron Rodgers. With that being said, I'm glad he's going somewhere I guess he wants to go. The Big Apple is different, though. The Big Apple is different. Because you got to put up a shut up. And if you don't put up, you got to shut you up. You can have a few mistakes. You can have those mistakes. Because, obviously, you're grown on Green Bay. You was there forever. You was in Green Bay forever. So you're grown on Green Bay. So if he did good or bad or whatever... Those cheesehead fans are going to always have your back. It's something that they expect of you. You're going to be there. They always believe, even though you didn't take them to the Super Bowl since 2008, 9, or 10, whatever year that was. I want to say 2009 and 10 year. You haven't seen it since then. And they still believe in you. You never had no great from the fans. The fans loved you in Green Bay. Now, this is a different animal. This is New York, for people say king of media, king of raw thoughts, king of chewing you and spitting you out. So there ain't going to be no calm days. You come in and <laughs> give you a little smile and, and say what you got to say in a calm tone or whatever. If you ain't winning, they're going to let you know. They don't care how good you smile or there. A lot of people can smile. A lot of people can smile. 
They don't care about that. They want to care, can you get us to the Super Bowl? Everything they counted on when they took this move or made this move was about you getting the Jets to the Super Bowl. Not to the playoffs. Not to the NFC Championship. Can you get them to the Super Bowl in which they have not been there in a very, very long time? And I might want to say, since Joe Namath, the Jets are way past hungry. They're exhausted in not getting the opportunity to win the Super Bowl. The good news is, you're in the AFC East. And I don't know if that's good news, but you're also in the AFC. So, AFC is going to be very competitive. I know everybody talking about the NFC going to be the runway for whoever, you know, for San Francisco or Philly or whatever other team out there, whatever it is. I think it's between those two right now in the moment. You still got to put up, though, Aaron Rodgers. And this is going to get interesting here, which I'm glad these fans kind of appreciate you and they wanted you to come in. People didn't know the Jets had a top five defense last season. Jets didn't lose a lot of blowout games last season. They were a quarterback away, just like the 49ers, but they're definitely a quarterback away. Um, they still got a good defense. They probably get better. Rob Salah is still there, former 49 defense coordinator. You know, so I think things like that are still going to be uh of good, you know, to to a certain extent or whatever. Um, I mean, you still got Josh Allen in the division, you still got the Miami Dolphins. I mean, who knows? You still got to deal with Patrick Mahomes. I'm still saying. Whether you're there or not, you still may not even get to the Super Bowl. Because the guy in Kansas City, number 15, Patrick Mahomes, he don't even have to, he don't even ask for the demands that you ask for, Aaron Rodgers. He still gets to the Super Bowl. Whoever comes and goes, it is what it is. He wins with what he has because it's all about him. You're asking for this, you ask for that, that's what it's all. Yes, for you, you ask for some quite a few things, man, before you got to New York. Then they still swapped a few picks. They swapped a 13 round or to the 15, whatever the first round pick, you swap that to get up or whatever. But at the same time, Green Bay still is going to be good. They have a chance to improve. They have a chance to build because they got capital off of you. So at the end of the day, without you guys having a, an initial owner in Green Bay, when you was there, A-Rod, you know, it was kind of decision-making for the GM, which he made some smart choices. But for me, raw thoughts, look, man, glad you're in New York. Glad you're a Jet. You're in the Big Apple. But I'm going to give you raw thoughts real quick again. The Big Apple ain't going to let you just go sit in the tunnel without answering nothing. Or believe me, you coming out of there. That, that tunnel going to cave in if you think you're going to get away when things get rough. And I hope it doesn't get rough. This team looks really good. It shouldn't get rough. I think you got a lot of potential with the Jets. But you're still in the AFC. Still got Cincinnati. Still got AFC West. You never know with the L.A. Chargers, Kansas City Chiefs. I think you guys may have them on the schedule this year. I think um, Bills in your division twice, Miami Dolphins in your division twice, regardless of who the quarterback is, Miami Dolphins could probably put up points. So, good luck. And I'm going to tell you now, early, welcome to New York. Because it's a whole different animal. I don't care who you are. New York don't cut the slack off of nobody. With that being said, again, Central Collection, Central Collection by Monica Rich. Use promo code RAWMIND. Use promo code RAWMIND. You get a 15% discount. Essential Collections. Let's go to the NBA real quick. I really think the LA Clippers are cursed. Every year, something going on, something happens, somebody gets hurt, blah, blah, blah. This team was actually quietly in the play the first two games. 
38-31. Russell Westbrook, a lot of people don't like, which I'm – that's like – everybody has a favorite player. Russell is mine. And it's not even on a bias level, but he played phenomenal this series. He had a few games that was not good and shot-worthiness, but he played a lot better. He looked more comfortable with the L.A. Clippers than he did with the Lakers because he didn't have to necessarily stand still. Honestly, his jump shot even got better, you know, with the L.A. Clippers. I don't know if it's a shooting coach over there or something or what, but I'm just telling you, man, Russell could do a lot, and he still has a lot of game in him. They probably could have won this series with just Kawhi and Russell playing the whole the entire series. These guys that have Paul George, these guys that have Kawhi Leonard for the majority of the series. And this series already, once Kawhi went down, this series pretty much dead. Now with some good competition, I want to say, like, the games won't dominate blowouts or anything like that. You know, these games were, like, down to the wire, trying to find a way to win, things like that. Let me tell you something about the L.A. Clippers. L.A. Clippers are the deepest team in the NBA, although they're out of the playoffs now. They are the deepest team in the NBA. And if you have Kawhi Leonard, Paul George and Russell Westbrook. You have a guy like Norman Powell coming off the bench, who, by the way, came in and stepped up and still was putting up 40 points while Kawhi was out. A guy like that coming off the bench playing against your bench where you got to rest your players, that's where the Clippers make their mark because their bench is deep, and they allow their players, the guys like Kawhi, Paul George, or Russell Westbrook, don't have to necessarily be out the game the entire time. You can rotate them out because your bench is so deep to where you can actually wear the other team down. The problem with the Phoenix Suns, man, I like it. I want to see it. People want to see the Phoenix Suns get to the NBA Finals again. You know, for Chris Paul's sake, you know, Chris Paul been in the league for years. You know, I feel like, you know, you want to see him win that chip. But they got three stars. If they get into any foul trouble, if they get into any foul trouble, Phoenix Suns could be in trouble against other teams out there still left. Because KD, Chris Paul, Tevin Booker and Chris Paul probably played the least minutes out of the the three. If they're not on the court or they get in foul trouble, their bench can't do nothing for them. They'll play enough. They just enough to give you a breather. That bench is enough to get you a glass, um, get you a, a sip of water, and you get back in the game. This gonna be hard to play a seven game series for the rest of the playoffs, knowing that these guys gotta carry you. If you if they don't carry you, you can't win a series. KD has to play over 40 minutes a game. Booker got to play over 40 minutes a game. He just came out of series, even though they won. He was putting up huge numbers. And now you're asking him to keep putting up these same numbers the next series, semifinals, the Western Conference Finals, if they get to the NBA Finals, which means these guys' bodies, before they get there, well, let's say a game go to a seven-game series. These guys' bodies going to be wore out before they get to the Finals. And people – and you got – Two of the three, we know, they can easily get hurt. And I don't want to waste no injury on nobody. But, you know, these guys are dogs. But they do have a history of getting hurt. And the more you're on the floor and the more you're putting wear and tear on your body, and we know the NBA players are professionals. They have professional help. They have professional trainers, blah, 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 blah. We know that. We get it. But we know those guys don't need to play that many minutes. So what I'm saying is even if they do get to the finals, that body's going to be worn out. I would love to see him win it. But, man, that team right there, that's the only thing. And foul trouble comes, and if the bench ain't there, that bench is just, just not it right now. So the path for the Phoenix Suns to win the NBA championship is going to be these three guys, Booker, Paul, KD, going to play over 40 minutes a game. All I'm going to say is Phoenix, you won the series. I mean, of course, I felt like, of course, I did pick 
Clippers to win the series simply because, and I did say in a previous episode, if healthy, which that we, we saw is not healthy, but if you do win or come out the West, I'm going to just say good luck with your journey because it's going to be a lot of miles ahead of you big, the big three. It's going to be a lot of miles ahead of the big three. That's what it is. Ah, don't we get tired of Stephen A talking about New York stand-up, orange and blue skies, orange and blue skies, blah, 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 blah. I get it. New York Knicks ain't been in a while. We know they've been playing good. They beat the Cavs. But now they have another matchup that I'm, I'm going to talk about. Congratulations to the Knicks, man. Knicks played really good basketball. They're doing good. Tom got the guys rolling. The young team. You know, Bronson has overachieved to a lot of people because a lot of people said his contract wasn't it wasn't worthy of that, but apparently he's been hooping. He's been playing some great ball. You know, Randall's not all the way healthy. R.J. Barrett is doing enough, and he's not going overboard and doing more. He's doing what he needs to do in his his lane. He's kind of in his lane moment. They're playing good basketball, man. I mean, they beat a tough Cavaliers team, so which everybody thought they should have got Donovan Mitchell, but, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll see a, a, another star player decide to come to New York. New York, he's playing like this. With the situation of the Milwaukee Bucks, the overall number one seed with home court advantage or out the playoffs, some could say due to um the Greek freak being out two games. Now the East could be wide open unless Boston. Nobody has to worry about Milwaukee. One of the, the biggest things that happened was Milwaukee being beat, which means Philly may have a chance to get to the finals. Boston may have a chance. Whoever win that series may have a chance. But with this one, the Knicks <laughs> have kind of got around and maybe in the in the Eastern Conference Finals. They may be in the Eastern Conference Finals. But I'm going to congratulate you on your first round. But it's a tough road ahead for the New York Knicks. And with that being said, that, that tough road starts with, I call it gauntlet. I'm going to call it the Miami Jimmy Butler Heat at the moment. Ladies and gentlemen, all the viewers. This Miami Heat team just gives. It's like they have a switch, they say, playoff mode activated. They can do whatever in the regular season, kind of get by in the regular season. But Spostra and Jimmy got this thing figured out. We Everybody was talking before this series started. They don't know if Miami could do that little run, what they've been doing lately. They find a way when they get in the playoffs to make a run. They always find a way to make a run. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know what's in the water in Miami or whatever. But for some reason, it's a different energy when the playoffs come. Things just always happen to go their way. And I'm going to tell you now, New York, I think y'all probably happy because you had to face Milwaukee. But I'm here to tell you. Pump your brakes if you think this is going to be a rollover. Because you're playing against Miami Heat, it's going to come down to S's and O's. It's going to come down to strategy. And at the end of the day, they call him Jimmy Buckets. It ain't where he get his buckets from. He's just going to get a bucket. It could be from the inside. It could be from the outside. It could be from the three-point line. It could be at the free throw line. Jimmy Buckets gets buckets from anywhere on the floor. It's not a, a, it's not a spot where you say that's his hot spot. So when you go into game planning and game planning against Jimmy Buckets, it's not about where he's strong at. 
like where his his shot set. You know, with Steph Curry, you know, it's still hard to stop Steph Curry. We know he loves to shoot the three. We know he loves to put the ball off the dribble. He loves to run without the basketball, and he loves to make sure he knock down those shots. Jim Butler ain't trying to shoot the three every single time. Jimmy Butler gets buckets, and if he stays healthy, that's what I'm gonna say. That if he stays healthy, Eric Spoelstra has found a way to do it again, people. <laughs> the Miami Heat, man, but Eric Spoelstra as coach has just found a way to find get things done, man. He's one of the few coaches that haven't got fired at all. Like him and Pat Riley, whoever this team is, the way it's structured, with injuries, they still find a way to get it done, man. Like this team's just different, man. This team is different. I'm going to tell you now, Miami Heat, <laughs> Miami Heat may get past the Knicks. The Knicks can try to get past and get to the Western Conference. I mean, the Eastern Conference Finals. But you got a lot of experience coming back. And when I say experience, I'm talking about been there, done that, Miami Heat. Jimmy Buckets is there. And Air Spolster finding ways to get guys in position to win. This is going to be a different series. I know they're going to have to guard to the Miami Heat going to have to guard. But whew, this New York Knicks team is just different. It's different. It's different. It's different. Now I'm going to go to the NFL draft. As we know, the Carolina Panthers moved up to get number one pick. People saying it's Bryce Young. People saying it's Stroud. We got Frank Wright. The thing with me is like, I, I, I'm, from what I've been hearing, I think they're going to draft Bryce Young. Bryce Young's going to be number one. But this is the most interesting thing because the past few years, Frank Wright has coached some very tall quarterbacks who stay in the pocket pocket quarterbacks like in there and making those throws you know he had Phillip Rivers one year had Carson Wentz one year they all over six feet and then you had Matt Ryan who's over six feet in something they're all tall quarterbacks not just short quarterbacks like like barely making six feet or six one these guys are six four six five easily and above six four six five somewhere in that range and they're guys who stay in the pocket so when I looked at I said he may go with CJ Stroud because the track record shows he like these tall quarterbacks who can stay in that pocket. Frank Wright. Maybe he does go somewhere different. Then you hear little things. You go to C.J. Stroud's workout at um, Ohio State, you know, pro day. And you see guys like the quarterback coach saying, like, can't wait to have you in Charlotte, blah, 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 all that stuff. But then you also hear a guy like Bryce Young, like, I know I'm going number one. So maybe something else was told to him. You know, so, I mean, he's short. He's going to be short. You know, he can't help. He can't grow. But at the same time, this team – you know, Bryce Young is very gifted. He's very athletic. We're going to see where it goes, man. They also got a quarterback still there from Ole Miss that got hurt last year, a LaFrance injury, a LaFrance injury. That's the word or whatever. Anyway, I thought you know me. Um, he had an injury, so he'll be back. So, you know, Bryce Young is, may be the guy. But I'll, if I'm the Panthers, it's Stroud. Stroud can make all the throws. Stroud can make the plays. Stroud doesn't necessarily need a particular guy. He just got rid of DJ Moore. So who knows, you know, what, what the, the Panthers draft. They say Bryce Young, but I wouldn't be surprised with CJ Stroud. But looking at everybody else and looking at these news outlets, it's like they already then pretty much put CJ Stroud below. It's already like he's number two or number three. He's already gone. He's already there. He's already there. Like they didn't decided to go with Bryce Young. So maybe they know something I don't know. But for me, I would say C.J. Stroud 
But from what I've been seeing, they already got him. Even Mel Kiper got him going three. Titans moving up, get CJ Stroud, or somebody moving up to get CJ Stroud. So in my mind, I look at it as like, oh, he must not be going number one. It's Bryce Young. Then you got these other guys in the room. Richardson, Will Levis, Hooker. You know, guys like that who will still be around. And this, 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 this draft right here is kind of tricky. Like we we don't know. Like we don't know who's gonna really outshine who. We don't know out of all them quarterbacks who will be the best. So this draft is not like one of them guys that just overall stand out the most. You know, because you look at Bryce Young, you look at CJ Stroud, but you look at those other guys, like you still have that pool of guys that are very, very similar, the similar styles. Look like they're gonna have, have some growing or come off. You know, pretty much sit behind a quarterback and kind of learn the ropes. Who knows? We'll see. Again, this show is sponsored by Essential Collections. Essential Collections by Monica Ritz. Her website is www.essentialcollections.square.site. Use the promo code Rollmine. Use the promo code Rollmine. You'll get a 15% discount on all products, handmade products, facial products, smell good products. She even got care packages, Valentine's Day, love packages. Father's Day, Mother's Day, Christmas, just a special occasion, special occasion package. She has it. It's right there for you. Trust me. You won't be disappointed. Now, I'm going to call this the raw thought minute, people. And I, even though it's the raw thought minute, it's going to take way more than a minute. I ain't going to say way more, but it's going to take more than a minute. I know that. This goes out to Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson decides to say he doesn't watch the NBA no more since 2020, since the pandemic, because it's so political. That's so political. Wrong thoughts here, people. Phil Jackson, I don't know what zen or whatever you was on when you said this, but you was on the wrong zen. You need to come back to reality on your real zen. And I know you're all about zen and zen master, zen and yoga and meditation, blah, blah, blah. But whatever meditation you was on, it was on the wrong one. If you didn't come out and say that, it was on the wrong one. Wrong thoughts. Let me tell you something. Everything is political. Everything from corporations running jobs, figuring out things politically. They all from corporate. Let's let's start here outside of sports. Corporations having people going to work every day. It's certain things they're going to do for whatever their clients or investors to keep them happy. So even though that investor may be right or wrong, they're still going to do what's best for business because it's going to keep the capital coming in. That's what it is. Now let's go back to this NBA sports stuff like that politically. Sports is always like that. You got a good player. You got the best player on your team. Everybody don't get paid the same. Everybody doesn't get paid the same. And you got a guy who's bringing all the money in, all the sales, all the tickets, keeping you, Phil Jackson, a guy getting back to the NBA Finals every single year. You got to make sure those guys are mentally in the right space. Because when you talk about a deep subject like that and talk about the situations that happened, of police brutality, blah, blah, all that stuff, this these guys, it affects them, their community. The people they grew up with, the people that taught them about life, the people that have helped them get to where they're at, even though they didn't have the God-given ability to even play the game of basketball or any sport, making millions of dollars. So you see that you can't just go away from where your, your, your foundation was made at. you know. And of course, they don't get the chance to get to see and be around those people, but of course, they're going to care about the everyday average people the everyday average person, because those are people who come to see them. Those are people who watch them. Those are people who make sure they get money in their pockets. 
that's what it's about. These people keep it going. So it's political. Yeah, it's political. And at the same time, these people have a sincere thought and really care about their own people. Outside of everything I just said, what if Michael Jordan decided to sit out when this was going on, what you feel? What if Kobe decided to sit out when this was going on? Would you still be saying the same stuff? Would these guys set out a whole entire NBA finals, all those finals that you won, all those championships you won? Would you still be saying that? Would you even be in the finals? If anyone of them decided to say, you know what, they're mentally hurt for their people. Because that's their that's our ethnicity. You know, you don't know. Everybody has their own differences and opinions. But this situation here is the fact that if those guys set out, what would you be saying then? You probably be saying, no, this is political. This, this, is that. Everything's political. Because this is where they make the money. Why do you think LeBron James can go anywhere and do what he wants to do? And when I say not do what he wants to do, but he's a ticket seller. He's the asset. He's valuable. You know. It's, it is what it is, Phil. You know that. You just lucky you you surpassed that. You didn't have to deal with that. But these players got things that's going on outside of just them coming to work every day. Sometimes they got to ease their mind. They can't go home to their families, knowing that that was one of their family members who got in a situation like that with police brutality and hurt, and they come home and their family crying and sobering. These guys have to keep, keep the brand and keep themselves up to make sure they're doing what's necessary for their family to make sure their family is protected, make sure their family is okay. It's, it's more than just that. Yeah, they get paid millions of dollars. But for you to sit here and say it's getting political, like all sports ain't political anyway. It's always politics always been in everything. And it's definitely been in sports because it comes down to, you may think a player may be good, but the owner may say, hey, this player, I want to be good. This player right here is bringing me what I need. This player is right here selling everything. It's keeping these people in these seats. Although you may think somebody different, you may have a difference in opinion. But again, Kobe or Michael Jordan decided to sit out during those times. Would you be saying that? No, you'll find a way to be on their side to keep those championships coming in. You wouldn't just say, I don't care about them championships. Because if you didn't get none of them championships, you probably ain't, you would have stopped coaching. Jordan got you those championships first. You probably said if he would have started, but I don't, know, I don't know if I'm good with coaching. You know how it goes, Phil. But for you, to sit here and make it seem like everything just got political out of nowhere, like it's never been political. It's been political. It's just that at that moment, guys decided to leave the game. Phil, what 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 else could the NBA do? The NBA did right. Guys decided to sit out. They didn't want to play no more. Guys said they won't come to practice no more. Guys was leaving. We even had commentators who played in the NBA who decided to just get up and leave their job. Most people in the in a lifetime would get up and leave their job. Would get fired. But this was deeper than whatever we was doing in the moment. And it was sickening. And for you to sit here and say politicians got involved, trust me, if everybody stopped what they were doing, how would you even got paid for you? How would you do anything? It's easy for you to say that when you're done, when you're finished with everything, you didn't got paid and everything's out the way. It's easy for you to talk about that. But if you was in their shoes and if you was here working and you didn't have anything or nothing to sit on, millions of dollars to sit on, you wouldn't be saying that. Because you can say what you want to say. One thing is about the mental. Two, it's all about capital. We live in a capitalist country. With that being said, everything is about bills got to be paid, things got to get done. So luckily for them, the NBA knew that they had to do what was best, not just for business, but to also know that, they're, that they have their players back. In chaotic, distraught times. You know, other other organizations may think differently, but it is what it is. But at the same time, you can't raw thoughts. If every player stopped playing anything, you can't do nothing without them. 
So somebody gonna have to give. So regardless of how much money you make, if they decide to stop and don't want to do nothing, which you know most people not because some people are like, no, I need this, I need that. But trust me, the big stars, the big guns, not the role players, because trust me, the role players are not the ones that people want to see. People already complain about load management here and there third. If the big stars, all of them set out, all the franchise players set out the whole season. A two. A guy that can get you the championship. Team's not coming to see them. They may just come just for the experience, but it's not even the experience. Like, it's not even that. Those franchise players are there for a reason. Those franchise players get paid a lot of money for a reason, and that's to get in hopes to get them to a championship because that's what they believe in. They're not believing in the role players to get them there. They're believing in the role players to, to do the necessary things to help their franchise players still be at the top at his game to get there. But feel, everything's political. It ain't nowhere around it. And I ain't talking about just political as a Democrat, Republican. Everything's political. Everything has its business side to it, its political side to it. Some may be seen, some may not be seen, but it's still being seen somewhere around that arena. Period. Raw thoughts for you to sit there and say that like if that Michael Jordan Kobe would have set out for you, you would have been hot. You wouldn't be you wouldn't be one of the most all-time winning coaches in the NBA. Whatever meditation is in you was on during that time, it is what it is. But what meditation also teaches you is keep your mouth shut sometimes. And that's a time you just should have just kept your mouth shut. That's raw thoughts. With that being said, everybody subscribe to my YouTube channel. You know, of course, the Facebook channel, you know. All podcast players, Raw Mind Sports is available on. Download and subscribe. Download and subscribe. Check me out on Instagram. It may be a hot topic that may come up, and I might give you a good rebuttal or good hot raw thoughts for a minute because more than likely, that's right, more, well, I'm going to say it like this. Whatever I talk about, it's going to be discussed. And probably by the time I discuss it on Instagram somewhere or on a, on a short on YouTube, I'm probably already preparing my show to get ready to discuss it and give my raw thoughts in my raw form. With that being said, Raw Mind, Raw Thoughts is out. I appreciate you. Essential Collections, proud sponsor of Raw Mind Sports.